0: And I don't, I don't think it necessarily means that men are bad. I think that we, we probably haven't gotten to that point yet where everybody's collectively willing to say, like, oh, this has to stop.
1: I think that's what these women want for their husbands, is they're not looking for them to go through six months of therapy and crying all over the oh, place. They just no. want them to feel better. Yeah. Welcome to Get Unstuck with Lindsay. I'm your host, Lindsay Lewis. A once very anxious mom who discovered this strange tapping thing and got unstuck. I know when our mind, body, or spirit feel unsettled, defeat can take over. But you're probably here because you're still seeking help and unwilling to quit. I'm a mom, wife, certified practitioner of emotional freedom technique, or EFT, and breakthrough coach. I've designed our time on this podcast to connect you with effective and accessible tools you can begin using right away to feel confident about your breakthrough journey. Together, we will find the root cause and reignite hope for the relief you deserve one episode at a time. I am so glad we finally found each other. This is episode six and I was told to start a podcast and I didn't want to. And if he was told to start a podcast, he would have researched it for five years and figured out how to do it. Mm. And I don't even watch podcasts. So I have no idea what I'm doing and I'm just doing it. I hit my fifth podcast and everyone wanted the husband, the man behind the scenes Mm. to be my next guest. And I know that if I want you to sign a greeting card for somebody, you need
0: that's a big ask. It's a big ask. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it needs to say, like, happy birthday. There's a spider literally coming down. Oh, thank you. We saved you. You need a good solid five days yeah. to sign a greeting card. So mm-hmm. we needed six weeks to prepare for this. So I just want to know on a scale from zero to ten, how nervous you are?
0: Uh, not nervous. Uncomfortable.
1: How uncomfortable on a scale from 0 to 10?
0: Very. Oh, 8. Okay. Yeah.
1: Do you want to tap on it?
0: Uh, Want to? Yeah. No.
1: What if this was a setup and we were going to do a tapping session? I'd be pretty upset. Yeah. Don't worry. We're not doing that. Okay. So, um Thank you for doing this with me. You're welcome. And I have a lot of lovely ladies who trust me in the work that I do. It's happening. And I always tell them, you know, there's a really good man behind it all, but we just don't get to see him because he's busy and working and quiet and not in front of a camera and not really super into conversation. But mm-hmm. um, as a family, we have a lot of a lot of conversation. Yeah. Very, very serious, fun all the time. Mm-hmm. So, we just wanted to give everybody a dose of you and who you are. So, who are you?
0: Uh, who am I? Um, I am a farm kid from Danuba, California. Uh, I was named after my dad, Mike, Mike Sr. And, uh, I don't know, I've now spent half my life married with kids. And I just turned 40. And I can't believe how fast it went.
1: Yeah, we just found out that he's known me for over half his life.
0: Yep. So that's it. I don't know. The farm kid who's an adult all of a sudden.
1: Yeah. Um, So I want them to know a little bit about what you do for work.
0: Okay. Uh, I am an electrical metering systems technician uh, for PG&E. That is not a meter reader. Uh, Everybody thinks that's a meter reader. I was a meter reader. That's how I got Mm -hmm. in. Uh, But yeah, I work with electricity uh, on the ground, just fixing problems, wiring new things, uh, dealing with communication stuff, kind of all of it uh, at the meter panel. Great job.
1: So can you explain the difference between at the meter panel on the ground versus fixing an outlet in my house?
0: Yeah. uh, You know, electricity is electricity so it kind of does the same thing but I don't I mean I know how to change a stinking you know outlet or whatever but that's not what I do like I'm not an electrician so I don't know you know I could never like wire a house I could but I couldn't like to code and all that like I don't do all electrician stuff that's a whole different deal I, I work with electricity on the utility side. Um, everything from little stuff, 120 volts, all the way up to really, really big stuff. Um, but, but all not on customer side, not on home side, all outside before it gets to your house, I work with all that.
1: So when we see large buildings, so we have a large building that just went up in the middle of our nowhere.
0: Yeah. I wired up their whole meter panel. Um, Current transformer, blah, really boring. I don't. I'm not going to explain it, but like big stuff. Big, really stuff. big stuff. Yeah, I I wired up their whole thing, and then after the meter, it's all theirs.
1: So. so department stores. Yeah. Large banks. Yeah. Large buildings. Yeah. All right. So we have some super fun questions. So somebody asked us how we met, mm. and I usually just totally take over and tell the entire story. So I wanted to give you an opportunity. Oh.
0: Uh, I was snowboarding with my friends. I was 19. Uh, I did a lot of snowboarding then. And I was riding back down to a lift, and there was a girl sitting there, and she said hello, and I said hello, and that's how we met. (laughs) Sat there for a while. I tried to go back and snowboard some more. Uh, You said something about how you could be the girl I marry or something and yeah so i followed you we walked we walked back to the lodge or whatever and that was it i think i got your phone number i'm not quite sure how that worked out you got my phone number i got your one both maybe yeah that was it that's how we met snowboarding i was snowboarding you were sitting
1: i had snowboarded that day (laughs) just not on the same slopes as you mine were more shallow yeah So um, do you want to tell a little bit about our story or save that for another time?
0: I mean, it's a long story. It is a long story. Yeah.
1: So I'll just pop through some of these questions. Okay. They're just kind of fun. And maybe we'll share a story another time because we have a crazy story. Mm -hmm. And um, the way that I kind of was like, I don't know, like you better get my phone number because I could be the girl you end up marrying. Like what 19-year-old boy wants (laughs) to have marriage thrown at him? And, um, how silly of you to follow me, but, you know, just the other day I, we were gardening. We we're really learning how to do this. <laughs> Sold our beach house for acreage, which sounded like a great idea. And it was,
0: it did sound like a it idea.
1: it's one of the hardest, great ideas anybody's ever had. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I just thought, oh my goodness, it's been 20 years since we've known each other. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder if. Our, my little path and his little path hadn't crossed that day snowboarding mm. where we'd be and we'll never know <laughs> we'll never know we we'll never have to talk about it okay are you ready for your questions yeah okay so <laughs> in and out or five
0: guys oh in and out 100% oh, I'm wearing a shirt right now <laughs> i've had five guys maybe three times total it's fine but yeah. it's really expensive and it's not even close to in and out burger I could eat In-N-Out Burger every day and be thrilled.
1: hmm 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 In fact, I might have had to bribe him with it tonight mm. to get him to sit down. Mm. Just kidding. Um, okay. What is the best part of being an adult? And what is the worst part of being an adult?
0: Okay. That's a big one. Uh, the best part is really, like... Uh, of the things you think of i guess when you're a kid and you're like oh i can't wait to do whatever i want when i'm an adult i mean obviously that's not totally accurate because it's it's mostly just giant responsibilities but you do kind of get to do whatever you want uh in a certain sense as far as like how to shape your life and your lifestyle and your goals like what goals to go after and what things to pursue um that's probably the best part You know and then getting to see some of it come to fruition and then seeing the stuff that doesn't work out how you wanted but then works out differently and sometimes better that's all pretty great you know um it can be hard too and sometimes it takes a long time to see stuff you know know, see the end result of of efforts you make but yeah so that's the best part i guess just seeing it all kind of unfold um and enjoying it, enjoying things that you didn't think you would enjoy. and Yeah. Uh, the worst part? Uh, it's, it's really stressful. <laughs> and it doesn't stop ever, you know? And you think, like, oh, if I just get, you know, the last few years, it's been like, oh, in two weeks, like, things will be...
1: <laughs> it's always. <laughs> always it's like, always in two weeks. Yeah, like,
0: oh, as soon as I get that project done, like, things will calm down we'll be able to relax and enjoy ourselves that that day never comes uh you're never done with stuff unless you choose to live you know a lifestyle that like lends itself to that which we have not but uh yeah there's no it's never over the work's never over so then you just find joy in the work and accomplishing dumb little things or huge things or whatever and it's just It's really, really, really hard all the time, and it never ends. But it's rewarding at the same time. If it wasn't hard, it'd be really boring. Yeah. So, yeah. I hope that answered it somehow.
1: It is hard. (laughs) It's it's
0: hard. It is hard. Hard isn't bad. That was that. It's hard, but not bad. Yeah. It's just really hard.
1: Yeah. Which is certainly like in my work for anybody who's listening or watching who, um, is maybe a client or a group girl, or even just a very quiet follower on Instagram. I really, um, he really is behind me in my work. Um, and, and, uh, and I, I've said it a thousand times, you know, this is hard. What you're going through is hard and it feels bad, right? Because what we're doing is like, we're really feeling those feelings. Mm-hmm. And as humans, probably 85% of us is controlled by our subconscious and our feelings. And so it feels, when I, whenever something feels really hard, it actually feels translates to feeling bad yeah. in our body. Mm-hmm. And then we want to try to think it and overthink it and try to solve it. And then we feel like we are the problem because we can't fix it. But just to, you know, you were the one who taught me that was this is really hard, um, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean it's bad. Right. And hard is actually Heart really is good. good. Yeah. And it reminds me of when, you know, the stupid cliche saying of it's hard, but it's not bad. And, oh, when life, um, you know, when something happens and and people try to give this like kind of shallow advice of like everything happens for a reason. That one. <laughs> yeah. Right. Isn't that the worst? Yeah. Everything happens for a reason. You know, and something horrible has just happened. And someone's saying, well, everything happens for a reason. Um, to, you know, one of the greatest things I ever heard was like assign the reason to it because whatever it is that just happened probably felt really bad and is probably really hard. But if you choose to see it as a challenge and choose to overcome it, then now you're actually assigning a reason to something that happened and taking something really hard that felt really bad and making it good. Mm -hmm. Like kind of like fighting back
0: maybe not so much as like you're assigning reason to it or your what like i don't think we're in charge of that a lot i think that we can we can find meaning in things and find like the intended purpose of that hard situation or seek
1: oh i just there. like giving it a purpose
0: yeah that's fine i i don't know i feel like there's always lessons to be learned and and things to find and reason to find and stuff like that. I just don't know that we're always in charge of that, but
1: no, but what about like, this is just hard and makes people want to crumble. Yeah. They're like, okay, what if this is hard (laughs) and I'm going to like use it to strengthen me. And now I just gave it a good purpose. Sure. Because when people say everything happens for a reason, they're trying to say like something good will come out of this. Yeah. Not always. Not if you climb into a hole and start, Oh, right. Getting no, into all you, your addictions no, you have and vices. Choose, yeah. yeah,
0: you have to choose to find There
1: we go. See, we always get on lesson. the same page. Choose
0: to find the lesson. There we go. Choose and to find the lesson. And sometimes it takes a stinking long time, like years and years, to eventually, like, oh, now I can look back to things that happened four and five years ago and be like, oh, yeah, okay, I see what good came out of that, you know? But yeah, you do have to choose it, for sure.
1: Yeah. Um, okay, another question for you. Yeah. Uh <laughs> What's it like being Mr. Unstuck?
0: Uh, it's good. I'm really proud of you for this thing that you've built for yourself and what you're doing. And you know, you found something that you loved and you turned it into something you do every day and share it with people all over the place. It, it's awesome. Um, yeah, it's good. If if we were both like me, we would never show emotions or deal with them or. <laughs> Uh, Anything like that. And if we were both like you, it'd be constant emotions. (laughs) uh, So it's good. I'm very happy to be in the background of this. I'm really proud of you for all of it. Thank you. you Yeah. Yeah. And he really is behind me because... um, And it's such a good thing. Sorry to cut you off. It's, you know, you're not... it's, It's so meaningful and important. You know, that's really cool too. I like seeing that. You know, you're not just doing... It's not just for fun or it's not just to make money or it's not just, you know, like a mundane thing. Like you really found something important and, and uh, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm into it. Good job. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and that takes a lot for you to say, I know, because we're, the older we get and the more we learn, we're more traditionally minded.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. You know, if we could go all the way back. I would definitely not have had businesses or small businesses or always trying to do like a side project. I would have definitely been more hands on with the kids and just like anchoring into those years. Um, But before I found tapping, I was really involved in the church Mm -hmm. and it was a lot of time and a lot of energy. And there's kind of a climate with church. that's like you're serving and you're giving your time. And I was able to give a lot of my time there and our family kind of went on some of the back burner in Mm -hmm. our house. So, um, you know, I know that you would always prefer me to be a little bit more available, but, um, I remember at our old house, I don't remember the whole circumstance, but you built me this giant barn door to close off our living room. So I could gather women around the table and you said, you know what? I know no matter what, you're always going to be gathering women. Yeah. And it just meant so much to me because um, I oftentimes would rather be on a rock in the sun, just be relaxing or be at the beach or be doing whatever relaxing thing that you've provided me the life to be able to do. Mm-hmm. And for some reason on my schedule continues to be meet with a woman, get her unstuck, break her free, gather yeah. women, gather women, gather women.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, you're always doing that in some, in some capacity. Yeah. So yeah, to see it take, more, take a more official form has been yeah. great.
1: Thank you. Do you remember the first time I tapped and what changed and what you said? No. So we were going through a really hard time in our marriage Mm -hmm. and we were, we were on the side of, this has been really hard and it feels really bad, but we're going to do all of the things that we need to do to get to the other side of this, where we have to believe that God is good, that if we're faithful and communicate and do all the things that we're going to get to the other side of this thing. But at the time we didn't see that future yet. Mm -hmm. We just saw a lot of heartache and a lot of hard times. Yeah. And we were seeking, you know, counseling for the first time in our marriage and just really trying to do all the things. And I got a phone call from a friend who had found this weird tapping thing and wanted me to be her Guinea pig. Oh, Really I don't remember this. Mm-hmm. And so I, I said, yeah. And I was so de- almost depressed. I was pretty depressed during that time, and still had this chronic anxiety that I had for years. And she reached out, and she starts having me tell this story, and I'm tapping on my face, and I thought it was so weird and so stupid. And she had totally lost her mind and gone crazy because we were Christians, and Christians don't tap on their faces and breathe and like yeah. do woo woo stuff. Yeah. And so um, I remember. In those, I told this story and I was (laughs) like, you know, you know how we cried a lot? Okay, I cried a lot. There was a lot of emotion. Yeah. And I remember sitting with her and I'm tapping and I'm like, she's freaking crazy. But I'm like, I don't care right now. I'll just do whatever she tells me to do because I trust her. And I'm like, and then, and I felt like, my body stopped shaking for one of the I, the first time. It was like I felt this calmness that I had never felt before. Yeah, and it took a few minutes, and I told the story again, and I wasn't crying, and I wasn't and it actually felt it was another cliche, was that that stupid cliche that time heals all wounds. And during that time, we were like, there's no way that any amount of time is gonna like. It just time kept dragging on and dragging on, and all of a sudden, for the first time, I felt like like there had been a time created and I was able to breathe and I was able to actually sit in where we were Mm -hmm. and like really see you and connect with you. And I was able to see our kids and like, instead of seeing them and knowing they were cute and fun, but I couldn't feel it. I could, like, feel it again. Mm-hmm. And I was on fire. And I was like, I'm going to quit my, you know, was an insurance, I'm going to quit this, right. I'm going to go to San Diego, and I'm going to get certified, and I have to deliver this weird tool to every single crazy Christian girl who's anxious. Yeah. And do you remember what you said? No. <laughs> Sorry. I was really changed. Yeah. So it's funny to me that it's, you don't remember it, but I don't blame you. There's a lot of motorcycle information that got Mm. into his brain during this time, but I was so happy and so joyful and so present and so excited. And there had not been any of that for a very long time, probably years Mm -hmm. really. And you said to me, um, I don't know what it is that you're trying to avoid, but you don't need to. I'd like you to call our counselor and talk to her about whatever it is that you're trying to avoid because there's no way that you actually feel this good all of a sudden. Mm. Mm-hmm. And um, I did. I mm, went yeah. and talked to her.
0: Yeah. I do remember that, that feeling of like, Oh, all of a sudden everything's great. <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> there's, there's no way.
1: But everything all of a sudden was pretty great. And that was, you know, that was that moment of. I was like, oh, um, good
0: for you. (laughs) Glad you're doing so good.
1: Yeah, because you didn't all of a sudden feel so great. (laughs) And that's what she said. She said, you know, you guys are on this path together and you found a tool that works really, really well. And you feel better. You have to meet him where he's at and like stay on the pace that you guys are going together forward. Yeah. So, um I just always have remembered that and I would try to tell my clients who have like I see their teenagers or um a, one a spouse or something I say, you know, you're you might notice a shift in your loved one quicker than they notice the shift because as you're watching your children or your teenagers or your wife, you know, moving around life, all of a sudden they do a tapping session, they come out of it. And all of a sudden they're kind of seem like a different person or there's a new joy there again. And so that was, that was it at the time it was really hurtful. Cause I was like, I don't want to go to the counselor. I just want to be happy finally. <laughs> but that was just such a testament to how powerful it was that you could not believe that all of a sudden I was fine. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. (laughs) Cool. I'm happy for you now. At the time, I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Which, in your defense, I was really good at latching onto things and running with them. Yeah. Instead of staying present in the moment and focusing my attention where I was supposed to. Right. So he wasn't wrong for being concerned. Okay, where are the rest of the men like you?
0: Oh, (sighs) This might be a part B question for next time. I don't, I mean, what, what do I know? They're around, I'm sure. I'm sure they've, they've all been married for 20, 30 years also. We just, you know what I mean? We, I think we tend to hear about a lot of bad stuff, but that's just kind of people's nature or whatever. But there's good people out there. It's maybe. But what you're saying is
1: yeah. for all the single ladies, <laughs> oh, sorry, there's not hope. There's not,
0: there's There's no, there's always hope. I don't personally know too many awesome single dudes. None, to be honest. Um, It's a tough time to be a a man and a woman. It's a tough time for everybody.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We'll dig into that more next time. Yeah. His insight on that is really
0: powerful. People can turn it around. People can be great. I wasn't always, I'm not saying I'm great, but I wasn't always like super reliable well, I was always pretty pretty reliable, but people grow and change and improve and all that. So there's hope.
1: For sure there's hope. Yeah. But there's certainly not as many good men as we would like who we need.
0: It mm-hmm. doesn't seem like it. Yeah.
1: No. Um what should godly women know about men these days?
0: Oh. Good question. Uh it's a tough time to be a good dude. Um, I see a lot more godly women than godly men currently. Uh, and I, I would assume that that's because of like what temptations are being thrown at us as a society currently. Um, you know, women, women get thrown at like materialism, you know, like, oh, who's got like the fanciest, whatever. Keeping up the jenses yeah and uh you know that's always going to be there whatever with men i i think the internet (laughs) has been like devastating as far as men's morality goes because we're it's that's hard that's tempting i mean there's stinking porn in your pocket all the time and uh that's like poison it's soul poison and it's right there all the time that's a tough one and i, I think it's affected our our generation way more than we're currently talking about and in every aspect like we're just a mess you know and i don't i don't think it necessarily means that men are bad i think that we we probably haven't like we probably haven't gotten to that point yet where everybody's collectively willing to say like, this has to stop. We're a mess. We're watching all this porn all the time. Every stinking Instagram's constantly trying to show you women. Like everything is that all the time. And that's tough. I mean, that's like our Achilles heel, you know, men love women and it, yeah, it's hard. So I, I don't, It, it's been devastating, in my opinion, yeah. for for men, and it's going to continue to get worse. Unfortunately, I think because now, you know, we've got a whole generation of like eighteen year olds who becoming adults who they've had it, they've had access to the internet their whole life. You know, or at least, you know, we were my generation was given a break. You know, I didn't really have the internet we had it but not really Like I didn't, you weren't about to search your parents computer no and I didn't have an iPhone until I was like almost grade. no and I've, I had a cell phone oh. with you know T9 <laughs> and that was it but I didn't have the internet on a phone until I was like almost 30 so yeah it's going to be tough I think it'll probably have to get so bad that it's obvious that people are going to have to make a choice like okay either like give your wife permission to like restrict your phone or whatever, have some of the apps that like tell on you, if you look at something or whatever, I think that that's probably going to be a, a great answer for a lot of that. Um, I think there's more good men out there than you realize they're just currently a mess because that temptation is, it's constant, you know, um, And then you always have all the other stuff too, like materialism and worldly gross, whatever, you know, that's the stuff that's always existed. But I think the internet has really been pretty devastating for, for modern men.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I have quite a handful of clients who come into our work and their husband's not the problem for them. And it's always refreshing, you know, this like really good guy and good man and good dad and, not all of them at all, but every now and then all of a sudden they're devastated because they found out that their husband has been looking at porn for their whole entire marriage. Right. Um. You know, even worse, some have had sex addictions outside of their marriage because with a sex addiction, they can really show one woman a lot of respect and honor while treating other women like
0: um. Yeah, like you know, just objects,
1: objects, and so you know, it's I've seen how a lot of these good women with good men, they still fall, um, yeah. and and stumble with that, and it's devastating to a marriage, yeah. um, and it's devastating to a woman's self worth because we've been told we have to look a certain way, right. Um, and so then for your husband to be looking somewhere else and you certainly don't look like that person and, you know, to try to convince a woman that it has nothing to do with how she does or doesn't look, um, anyway, so, um, you know, it's
0: true. I mean, it, it is a, it is a separate thing, you know what I mean? Like just because a man, like watches porn or whatever it doesn't mean like he hates his wife Mm -hmm. or he's not attracted to his wife it probably results in that i would imagine like yeah but yeah it's it's uh and and it's just everywhere you know and it's been like so normalized in our culture not just porn but like being promiscuous and hypersexual and like all the time it's just stinking everywhere all the time not saying it's okay or acceptable, but like pretty understandable, you know, for dudes to be stumbling real hard because it's just like everywhere and normalized and you're told like it's fine. Everybody, it's all the time. And so like you present that that level of temptation to people and tell them it's fine, you know, people are going to start to listen to that, yeah, you know.
1: 100%. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so there's one more question that is perfect following that uh how to get um this is actually a client of mine who is married to one of the like good strong goes to work works with his hands like you know like man's man yeah. um but with that you know and a lot of engineers and a lot of right kind of in their head Taught not to cry, taught not to feel, not to have emotions, like tough it out. Yeah. But we all know, I mean, hopefully by now, a lot of us know who, that those things don't just disappear. They kind of fester. And, you know, what we don't take the time to, to understand about ourselves and maybe heal and sort through can wire in pretty deep and just get worse over time. Yeah. So she says, how do I get my husband, who's very similar to you? <laughs> he is, all right. Some of these girls have very similar husbands, we talk, and the Enneagram. We talk about the Enneagram. Love the Enneagram. And some of these wives have Enneagram Five husbands, uh, and so we're all we all have very similar husbands. Um, how to get a husband like you to take steps with her in an emotional healing journey?
0: Gotcha. Uh, yeah, that is a good question. So I was. I was not, like, against it in the beginning, you know? I was maybe just, like, kind of as a phase, like she's, you know, into some weird thing, or just making her feel good, fine, whatever, it'll pass. And then it didn't pass. And, uh, you know, you kept going and kept going. I'm very logical (laughs) and, like, practical. Uh, So in the beginning, it was like, this is nonsense. all this insane like you know energy stuff and blah 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 i didn't want to believe it because you know you spend your whole life like that stuff's for weirdos you know to get him you're not going to get him to go along with stuff let it be at his own pace and on his own uh how how do i put it um present some like options You'd like okay i've never tapped really i mean maybe once or twice but it's just kind of not my thing right i've done emdr uh loved it you know i was i couldn't like get some stuff sorted out i was overthinking a lot of stuff and making some connections that weren't there and blah 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 i'm just getting all wrapped around the axle emdr sounded super practical and it made sense. And I could think about like, oh, this is how the brain works and blah, blah, blah. And you do this and that. And scientifically, it makes sense. So it's like to me, that one made sense. And so I did that and it was great. It helped me immensely. Um, look, So yeah, like there's other options, you know, not, not everything works. You know, men are, a lot of us are not as emotional as our wives. Uh, there's emotions in there but just how to like tap into that and how to, you know, make it make sense for him. Just just maybe present some options and let him do it. You're not gonna force anyone yeah. to like, okay, fine, I'll, I'll go tap, but I don't want to. Well, then it's not gonna work because he doesn't want to, yeah. so it's not gonna work. But just be be a good example. Like I saw Lindsay making all this progress and like, doing all this healing and becoming this like better version of herself and happier and healthier mentally. And like all these things, I was like, okay, well this is legit then, you know, like, despite what I was thinking about it at the time, you know, or in the early days where I was like, it's kind of weird or whatever. At some point I couldn't deny it anymore yeah. that like, this is helping, you know, so something's happening. Um, so yeah. And then when it came time for me to like, need some stuff, (laughs) you know, I found, I found something similar and loved it. Um,
1: Well, and that's, and that's a good point too, because a lot of people don't necessarily know that you don't tap. I've never said that you do or that you don't, but it's kind of funny because you don't. Um, and so I think that also, (laughs) you know, is a testimony to we aren't all there's so many powerful tools. And yeah. I think one of my downfalls, which is why you didn't take it seriously, is I always wanted to like that find the one thing. <laughs> like yeah. the one person who's be my best yeah. friend for the rest of my life. Yeah. And like the one like place we we're gonna live forever. And like I want to this like certainty that one thing is gonna be my everything. And we know that that's God. I mean as believers. Yeah. But um but for to know that like, this has been powerful for me. This is a great tool. But is it to say that people who don't have access to it can't get deep emotional healing? No, there's a lot of great tools. And there's a lot of EMDR within tapping. And so I suggested EMDR or someone suggested it. Um, and I, another thing too, is I just told a client yesterday was having our time. There's a book set by a husband and a wife called, um, Well, it's John and Melissa Eldridge. I can't remember if we really read these or not. Mm. Um, But the man's cop version is wild at heart. And the woman's is, um, I'm forgetting, captivating. And it's really just like how God created men. Like, and to like love and protect and be strong and courageous and to guide and then women to be like soft and gentle and like helpers. And so it helps, you know, that's another thing is if you have a husband who's willing to, you know, read a book or listen to a book on audible, which we've done before is like share an audible book or even, you know, 10 minutes before bed once a week, I'll read mine, you read yours, then let's swap copies so that Mm -hmm. I can, Read what you've been reading. So, you know, especially for the women of faith who are listening, because I do have a lot of, you know, Jesus girls here is trust God, that God loves you and your husband and your marriage much more than you do. There's no one more desperate for a healthy marriage than a woman. And um, God loves your marriage more than you do. And so trust the tools that he's handing you because God just kept giving us tools. And every now and then I would throw something at Mike and sometimes he would take it and sometimes he wouldn't. Um, but while I'm like while we're talking about this, and I'm so excited and I want to just throw it in because the timing is kind of cool, mm-hmm. is and I have not announced this any anywhere except to a couple people, is that I had done a couple breath work sessions that were really powerful. And they were so powerful in some of these times of my life that I thought this is like as powerful as tapping but I don't have time to add one more thing. So I just allowed this breathwork thing to be a cool tool that I would take part in when it crossed my path. And I dragged you. (laughs) I shamelessly dragged him.
0: I was being a really good sport with that. I did not want to go at all. I was just trying to be like fake excited about it just
1: 100 uh, yeah. <laughs> percent. but this <laughs> is after years of me leading by example and being really gentle with what i handed him oh, I did not, not asking to him to all. tap not asking him to go to any more therapy than i thought we need like gentle gentle trust him trust him with himself yeah. and then um i knew though that this could be something that would be really powerful him for him um because because our men don't want to be in an all women's church and an all women's therapy and an all women's worship and all women's world. Like they are men and they need to be spoken to like men and yeah. even process things like men. So I invited him to this breathwork session. I knew that I had stored up enough brownie points that he was going to say yes, that he would attend <laughs> and he went. I did. And that was what for you? How was that
0: for you? I loved it. Didn't expect to at all. Yeah. No. I, I went thinking like, all right, I'll get through the breath work thing. Like, who cares? We're going to breathe and whatever. And then there was a cold plunge element to it that I was like, okay, I have wanted to do that forever. Like, sounds good. This will, this will force me to jump in a bucket of ice or whatever, which also sounded terrible, but you know, everybody talks about how great that is for you. So like, super all right. trendy. Yeah. it's super trendy. I was like, all right, well that's, you know, everybody talks about we Loved all the trends. Yeah. Yeah. So I went for that. You know, I planned on suffering through the breath work and, and then getting to do the ice thing. Uh, man, breath work. I still can't really even explain it. Yeah. What was so great about it? I cried like a baby, which was weird because I was in a, a room full of people I didn't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Something about breathing. My hands got all weird. My face got all weird. Uh And, yeah, just, like, tapped into something that, like, I did not know was there. Um, I felt great afterwards, oddly. Like, you know, you don't think, like, oh, crying. And then, like, I felt great. I, like, put some stuff together mentally, I think. You know, like, saw some events of the past a little more clearly. You know? Uh, All without having to talk. Without, I didn't have to say anything. Didn't have to look at anyone. <laughs> didn't have to answer any questions. I had to lay on my back and breathe really hard for like... It was hard. Was it like an hour? Yeah. It was like a long time, but it yeah. flew by. I loved it. Like, I'm totally going to do it again, which is insane. But yeah, absolutely loved it for reasons I can't really explain.
1: Yeah. Um, well, and the, and the, thank you for sharing that. And the reason I mentioned it is because this gal who wants her husband to get in touch with maybe some of those emotional things or some of those, you know, a lot of my women say like my husband has this trauma and I know what it is and I see exactly how it affects his daily life and I just want him to be free of it. How do we get him free from it? You know, and, and these women know like if they could just get their husbands to tap, then they could break free. But you know, their has necessarily no, no, no. But I'm saying like, what tools are there available to men that if you present it properly and maybe if it's the right time, it could be very
0: powerful for sure. and I think that was a really powerful one. It was also, I need to touch on something don't I don't think it's right to like shame men for not wanting to like get all emotional and like go cry it out or whatever like I think it's a really good quality that God put in us to like hold it together. you know what I mean like I cannot fall apart and be an emotional mess right now like I need to keep my wife and children alive oh it got us through all of our hardest times yeah yeah like I mean in the beginning with us like all I knew how to do was go to work you know what I mean I was like I I'm horrified of all of this I just got a stranger pregnant I have no money no job no idea at all I just got a stinking job and went to work and held it together the best I could that's a very important quality well and that's in the book at some point yeah <laughs> it's, it's healthy to uh, address some of the stuff that you know hurts or some of the things that have like affected you in different ways like at some point yeah. um but never I don't, I don't think it's good to ever like shame men for like not dealing with their emotions no I think it's
1: I think it's men's father's There's, who shamed them
0: as children for falling
1: off a bike and crying. And just a lot of dads say, you know, get up, toughen yeah. up. Well, I
0: don't, don't think cry. that's always bad either. I yeah. think there's a, there's a good element to that where it's like, yeah, there's no reason to cry about that. Like you're fine. That's really good. It can go too far for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah no there's it's a weird balancing act we have to have you know what I mean because yeah. I can't fall apart at work you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. like, I
1: it's part of what's wrong with society is maybe be. some men are a little you yeah, know exactly. too out of touch with there's that a, holding it together side
0: you don't want to swing the other way completely you know we do have yeah. to go be men in the world but there is a time and a place to like address yeah. some stuff you know otherwise yeah. you know at some point you explode or whatever which I definitely have done in the past like Hold it in, hold it in, hold it in, hold it in, and then it, and then it comes out. Yeah. yeah,
1: But to have a, the right tool, the right timing, you can get a lot of work done in a short amount of time. With it,
0: the breath work? Yes. Yeah, With
1: breath fans. work, things like tapping that yeah. some of the men I have helped, husbands of, of clients that I've helped, it's a lot of of really deep, really rapid work in a short period of time. And I think that's what these women want for their husbands is they're not looking for them to go through six months of therapy and crying all over the oh, place. They just no. want them to feel better. Yeah. So shameless plug is that that watching you have that experience, really get in touch with something that I knew could be there. And I was never going to be the one to help heal that in you Mm -hmm. and to give you that time and space on your own. Um, But for you to come out of it, like feeling good and feeling stronger and you talked about it for days. And, um, and so, and my best friend is very similar to him and came out of it feeling the same. And so it only made sense that this was a tool that we need to now be hand delivering to those who are willing and maybe who aren't going to go to traditional therapy and who aren't going to tap. And for some of our big, strong men who need a moment, to just rest, a lot of it was restful. A lot of it's meditative.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. You know, just really trusting your breath. And so, um, I, my best friend, and I have now linked arms with his support again to get certified and to to kind of offer this to my people. And it's Brandon Grew, who I just want to mention because his being a man kind of in a breathwork healing type facilitating way was really refreshing to see a man in that as- atmosphere, yeah. like another strong, like healthy yeah. man uh, delivering something so powerful. And so we're going to be part of his network. And so if you want more on that, there's definitely ways to connect you there. And because I have no idea who my next guest is going to be, it's as much of a surprise to you as it will be to me. Maybe he can show up and really speak into some of the, Um, women who might be listening, who really love their husbands, honor their strength and power, but really want them to have a moment that is the same kind of moments we get with tapping that are so special that we are so personal to us.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. This has been way easier than I thought. I'll come back.
1: What this podcast. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to have session two (laughs) where we might dig a little bit deeper into things like, uh, the difference between nuclear, mm. gas, gas, and electric.
0: Okay. Yeah. You're not quite wording that in a way that nuclear. Nuclear. Yeah. Word
1: it. Uh, like, Misconceptions <sighs> between electric and... Generation
0: sources of electricity. Whatever. Such an nuclear, electric nerd. coal, hydro, yes. solar, wind.
1: Okay. And another question for next time <laughs> to get everyone excited is our daughter said... Um, something to the effect of how come literally every single person now is bipolar or uh, has an eating disorder or some addiction. And Mike had an amazing answer. So we're going to go I ahead ranted. and give him what? <laughs> I think I ranted. Yeah, he <laughs> ranted. So we're going to give him a couple of weeks to like simmer,
0: put that together, put it
1: together again calm, and, and bring rational it back in a way. Yeah.
0: So I can do that.
1: Yeah. Thank you for doing this with me. Welcome. I couldn't continue my podcast without you being here because I promised that the next episode was going to be my husband. Oh, dang. Yeah.
0: So thank you for being here. No problem. Anytime. Not anytime. It's another time. It's
1: on record. (laughs) And thank you to those of you who listened or who watched. I would absolutely love your feedback, your questions, your encouragement, your questions. What did I say? Questions twice? Mm -hmm. Concerns. And uh, throw us more questions for Mr. Unstuck. Thank you for listening to another episode. It means so much to me that this is how you would choose to spend your time. I hope you're as excited as I am and already feel more hopeful. If you found value here, please link arms with me by sharing with someone you just know would benefit too. If you'd leave me a review, it would mean the world to me because what you have to say about our work here speaks volumes to those searching for answers. And last, I love connecting with my listeners. So reach out to me on Instagram at tapping underscore unstuck or email me at tappingunstuck at gmail.com.